Downloading verbally committed. Welcome to verbally committed. Well, first of all, what kind of mythical powers does a sun devil have? We've got to consider that. Verbally? Yeah, yeah, you like that one? Let that one soak in for a minute. Committed. Well, what do you think? What kind of questions are? I mean, I'll answer your questions, not your insults. I'm not going to, so quit asking. What else do you want to know? See, I'm bitterly disappointed. Can't make that any more clear. Now, Connor Ryan and Mike Gilligan. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Verbally Committed, episode number yada, 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 I don't know. My name's Connor Ryan. His is Mike Gilligan. Uh, let, we're going to jump right into it this week because it is... The opening round of March Madness, the best weekend of the sports year, bar none. Super Bowl Sunday, that's one day. Uh, yeah, it's the best weekend of the year uh, for sports, I think, at least. Um, opening round of March Madness. So, Gilly, are you ready? Are you ready to rock and roll? I am. I am. I had some bad picks in the conference tournament, so I uh, I was kind of reeling for a moment there, but I'm I'm revamped up ready to go and excited for uh for march madness here so yeah really 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 truly believed in michigan state in the big 10 <laughs> tournament and uh they fell flat Th- on not even face. the tournament i just believed them to win one game against maryland <laughs> oh my god tom I mean, Izzo. He, he believed in them like like 25 dollars worth of uh <laughs> of belief. way too much um I, way, way too, too much. much you know what speaking so. Speaking of the Big Ten tournament, we have to give a quick shout out, uh, a heartfelt shout out to our good friend Brian Brewster and the Michigan hockey team, because uh, in their Big Ten tournament, they lost a tough one in the semifinals against Minnesota. Had a two goal lead going into the third period, lost that, then lost it in overtime. That's a, a tough way to go. That's tough. Yeah. Ugh. Sources, sources, however, say Brian Brewster recovered okay. Is uh, he had a he was having a beer. Uh, in his hot tub, not a. Uh, in his hot tub. <laughs> he has a hot tub. Yeah, not a, not Man, one of the champagne of beers. Stimulus but... check must have hit in Michigan. <laughs> it must have. <laughs> I used had it before. I'm just uh, kidding. Well, I'm that's, a, that's a tough way to. Uh, you know what? That if you're gonna go down like that, at least that's a good way to like you know, I guess soak up the sorrows afterwards. Um, but yeah, tough way to go for Michigan. Hopefully they they you know do a little better in the NCAA tournament. Uh, but that, that was a tough one. I watched that one while I was watching the bachelor. So that was, I was like super multitasking. Yeah. Although I will say this didn't Minnesota. I think they won the big 10 tournament for, for hockey there. So at least they lost the champs. I guess. Yeah. But see, that was one of those where Minnesota has consolation in that. Yeah. Brian told us, he's like, you know, sometimes the, uh, hockey is all about who has the hot goaltender. And Minnesota, they, their goaltender gave up like two quick goals, and then all of a sudden he just like nothing could get by him. He was standing on his head, um, and sometimes that's all it takes is just the goaltender to like flip a switch. I don't know. Goaltenders are weird. Uh, but anyways, uh, so quick shout out there to Michigan. You know, we'll talk about the hockey tournament when it gets closer. But uh, again, best weekend in sports. And I know last week we said we we're going to have a guest on Dave Albiani. Unfortunately, it didn't quite work out this week. Uh, that's you know, mostly my fault because it's I, I my schedule's stupid this week. Um, so, anyways, let's break down the bracket here, Gilly Shelley. The first round yeah. of the NCAA tournament feels like I have a podcast. I know, with the Queen I, of England. <laughs> I I don't I I really don't know how it happened. All of a sudden, like Monday, I started like 
you know, you, you know, you like run through a checklist in your mind of like, here's what I got to get done this week. And I just kept going. I was like, wow, I got to do that. Okay. I got to do that. I got to do this. I gotta, it's just, I mean, I'm not trying to sit here and say, woe is me, but it's like, Jesus Christ. Like at some point, please just give me a break. Um, so anyways, first round of the NCAA tournament, first two rounds. I do want to throw out something. I have a gripe. Uh, if you notice, they play Friday through Monday. What happened to Thursday? You know what? I really – I don't know if I've heard a good explanation uh, as to that. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, all the playing games are um, tomorrow instead. Although, you know what? If there's any consolation, yeah. it is it is some of the best playing games I feel like um, I, I can remember in recent uh, memory, to be honest with you. Um, in terms of Michigan State, UCLA, that's a good game. Those are just like I, – I, I really like that. And then even Wichita State and Drake – Another couple eleven seeds. So I think between those two games, we should have some pretty good basketball. But but yeah, it is. It throws my whole week off kilter, off kilt when you're not doing the uh, the whole Thursday of uh, of the like eleven a.m. start. I don't know. No, I agree. It, but at least with the playing games, they're like it's four games in one night, which is nice, or in one day, because uh, it used to be like they'd start at like six thirty. And it's like the two 16 seeds going at. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I, I know yeah. it's March Madness, and some people that put money on it would care, but like, I don't care. Like, show yeah. me the 11, even the 11 seed game would be like, you're probably going to lose. Like, it's just a, a playing game to lose the next one. Um, but that's my gripe. Thursday, like, tomorrow should be the start. Tomorrow should be like nothing planned on your schedule, just watching basketball all day long. Uh, and it's not, you know, tomorrow's just going to be all oh, the playing games. I, I guess you could in turn say like, well, would you rather have Thursday of basically doing nothing but watching basketball? Or would you rather start off a week on Monday doing nothing and just watching basketball? But I don't know. I, call me a traditionalist. I like Thursday through Sunday, not Friday through Monday. I like it. And I, you know what, to answer your question there, I think I prefer Thursday because Monday, uh, at least Thursday, you can kind of convince yourself you've earned it through the work week. It's like, yeah, you know what? I worked hard the front end of this week. Monday, you didn't earn it. You can't even lie to yourself. And you know, you're not going to make up for it at the end of the week, too. Right. That's That's not how it works. It's a bad way to start off the week. You're like, I didn't do anything Monday, so I shouldn't do anything Tuesday. Like, it just keeps rolling. Uh, Bosses everywhere are shaking their fists at the sky. Yeah. Like, they're usually just. Just like third, but it'd be like, like, I don't know. It's like almost like a four day weekend. So that's my one gripe uh, about the bracket or about the tournament schedule. Um, I don't like it, but it is you know, whatever. So, all right, going to uh, looking, taking a look at the bracket here. We're not going to do like pick by pick breakdown. Uh, I mean, that, that'd take two hours, um, but the one seeds, Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Illinois. Did you have any problem at all with the one seeds there, Gilly? Um, you know what? Not really, because they all make sense. Um, I guess Illinois is the hottest team in the country, I think. Um, yep. So I think it makes sense for them to be um, a one seed. I guess the one question would be, do you because technically I think the third seed is Michigan and then the fourth is Illinois in a way. Um, I don't know. I, I guess Michigan would be the fourth uh, one seed yeah. in, in my head of like, oh, yeah. who could have gotten bumped. But you look at the two seeds, I don't really have a two seed that I'd be like, oh, man, they really got screwed. The way Iowa finished out their season, I don't think they deserved it. Um, Ohio State is kind of streaky, and they've, I don't know, the Big Ten really uh, was a gauntlet this year, so I give them credit for how many wins they got. But I, at the same time, I, I think Michigan's the better team. 
Uh, but yeah, so no, no qualms with that. How about you? No, I have no qualms, but now my question is, had Ohio State beaten Illinois for the Big Ten Championship, uh, would you have replaced one of those teams with Ohio State as a one seed? I think I probably would have, honestly. I think um, I think and you, you could have really kicked Michigan. either one out, honestly. You yeah. could have kicked out either Illinois or Michigan because Ohio State had to go through both of them in that hypothetical scenario to win the Big Ten. So, I mean, I, fe- I feel like at that, at that point, yeah, Ohio State has to be a one seed. You can pick either Michigan or Illinois and say, like, who cares? Yeah, see ya, which would probably be Illinois because I think Michigan and them flip spots in terms of, like, you know, three to four in t- terms of overall ranking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, um, yeah, and again, I think we mentioned this before, but I think Michigan just peaked a little bit too early. Um, but but still, yeah, but all yeah, no crazy crazy one seed. So we're happy with that overall. Sorry, I lost you there. Yeah, or you lost yeah. me. Okay. <clears throat> I, I think you probably lost me, and this is was my fault. I don't know. My Wi-Fi oh. just went out, but yeah, okay, okay. All right, whatever. All right. Um, <clears throat> okay. Do you feel like there was any, so outside of the one seeds? Do you feel like there was a bubble team that should have made it that got snubbed? I know there's a few of them that when we try to like predict how things would go last week, I think St. Louis uh, got snubbed. I think Louisville as well. There, those were two teams you said both would get in. Um, as soon as we talked about like Duke making a run and maybe. Uh, sneaking their way in they announced like five minutes after the episode went up that they you know have covid they're done yada 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 which i think was their sneaky way of do so they could try to somehow keep the coach k tournament streak alive they're like ah we'll just say we're we're bowing out on our own rather than actual you know (laughs) we didn't make it because we suck um oh did you feel like there was a bubble team that uh, got shafted pretty much um no, you know what? Not really majorly, um, but I think Memphis is one that I was kind of surprised that they didn't make it. Um, they they kind of had a, an interesting season, um, but they did pretty well in a pretty respected conference. It's the American Athletic uh, Conference there, so it's not like it's some random mid-major. I, I kind of consider a tier above mid-major, even if that might be a, a kind of a, a silly assumption. But they, they went on a tear to end the year. Uh, they finished 16-8. and eight. They won, what is this, seven of their last nine. Their only two losses um, in that stretch were against a two seed in Houston. So it's like they, they took care of business. I, I don't know. That's one that I, if I had to do it over again, I think I would um, probably put them in the tournament and, and bump that up to, I think that would make it three um, American um, teams in the tournament between Houston, Wichita State, and then Memphis. So that, that's probably my biggest gripe, to be honest with you. I don't think the Duke thing. I think you're totally right in the sense that Duke was trying to spin zone it to be like, oh, well, uh, COVID, COVID knocked us out. And um, but I did yeah. see something that the NCAA went out of their way and like announced that um, the COVID had nothing to do with their decision on um a number of teams, including Duke, even Virginia, because Virginia had to, to opt out two of the. Uh, um, the ACC tournament there. So it was just kind of funny that they were um, prepared for it and, and willing to kind of call them out and be like, no, 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 like this, you were considered, you just didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> oh, but, good. Um, you know biggest what? snub for me. Good. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Coach K. Yeah. No, I, I, that Coach K, you know what? I get it. He's a legendary coach. He's probably very great at the X's and O's, but his, 
his PR game isn't that strong. You know, let's be honest. His PR game sucks. You know, the whole like, oh, my back, I can't coach tonight. No, it's because you know your team's not going to win. You're just trying to bake that into your reasoning. Uh, his exchange with like a student reporter this year where he was like, you know, we just won a game. Why are you asking me a hard question? Because that's his job, you idiot. Um, yeah. And then this, where it's like, oh, we have COVID. So uh, I guess my streak continues because oh, such and such. Oh, no. It's like, come on. I We know better, Coach K. Don't try to pull the wool over our eyes here. Yeah. No, definitely. I, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. And uh, I'm trying to think of other snubs, too. Realistically, the ones you mentioned are the big ones, too. Louisville. Um, I think we even talked about Ole Miss before um, in St. Louis. I guess those are the, probably the um, the big three other ones. But you know what? Sorry, Duke. You didn't make the list. Yeah. Any Duke just, fans yeah. listening, they might be mad, but whatever. You know what, Duke? You just you flat out didn't make it. Just deal with it. I'm sorry. Just live with that. Live with your failure. Um, okay. So let, let's take a look at the bracket here. We'll go region by region. Um, and let's, I, I'm, I, you know what? This is the funniest part. This is like how busy my week has been. I haven't filled out the bracket at all. I, this is, I'm actually doing it as we're going along right now. Uh, really? I have, yeah, fresh I have eyes, the first round. Eyes. Yeah, fresh eyes. <laughs> I have the first round done. Um, I'll, I'll give my upset picks here, but uh, who do you have in the, I don't even know what they call it, the West, South. They actually, I think they have them like labeled by directions, but the Gonzaga bracket, let's just go by the one seeds. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what, what's, what's the, what's some upsets you like in that, that first bracket there, Gilly. So you might be alluding to this as one of your options here, but a lot of people are in on, um, you see Sandy, Santa Barbara over Creighton. The I, Gauchos. I yeah, 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 you're right. Um, and I kind of like that, to be honest with you. I'm tempted. I don't love Creighton. Um, obviously, we kind of had talked about how they had some issues um, with their coach and the weird suspension. Or I shouldn't say weird, but just like short-lived suspensions. Like if you're going to suspend a guy, have it be significant instead of be like, all right, he missed, what, one or two games, and they brought him back for the conference tournament. They got killed by a mediocre Georgetown team in that final. I don't know. If you want to rally for an NCAA tournament run, I don't know if the co- uh, the the coach that just is going through his own PR nightmare after some um, uh, inappropriate comments and in, in, uh, in, in wording used, <laughs> I don't think he's the one that's really going to rally the team. So I think uh, UC Santa Barbara, it's one of those teams, right? Let's I'll, I'll be honest with you. I haven't really seen them play much, but looking into them and seeing who they've beaten and just like what their team makeup is, I think that, that could be an interesting upset. Um, people are in on Ohio too. If you remember a few years ago, 2012 or 2013, they had a big upset, um, as a, a lower seed of some sort. They might've been a 13 or a 15. I kind of forget, but they play a Virginia team. That's a little underwhelming, but, uh, but other than that, no, nothing too crazy for me. How about you? Uh, so that first bracket, I'm, I'm kind of with you where I, I like, uh, Santa Barbara against Creighton. The only, what I don't like about that is the classic and X it's kind of nice now that I've had like a couple days to hear things, see things on Twitter before filling out this bracket. Um, and the one I've just made, I have Creighton winning because too many people are on the gauchos. It's, it is one of those like super popular upset picks. And I know Creighton is up and down, but they did play well in the big East tournament. They just ran into the buzzsaw that is Georgetown. Um, as hot as that is to say, uh, but no, I, I like, I pick Creighton to win that game just because I, I don't know. I don't believe in, 
or I, I think Santa Barbara's being like too overhyped at this point. I'm with you though in Ohio. Uh, Virginia, we've talked about it. Virginia's good, but not great. They're not quite the same Virginia that we've seen. Um, and Ohio's really good. Like, I don't think people realize how good Ohio actually is. They can score, um, they, they average almost 81 points a game. I I like Ohio uh, in this game, honestly, against Virginia. That's one of my favorite upset picks, the uh, 13 over the four. Um, so I, I have that one going. Other than that, I really don't have any other upset picks. Um, I have VCU beating Oregon. I, it's 10-7. I don't really ever count that as an upset. I mean, I, I it's, you know, more of an upset than a 9-8 game, but like, I don't. I got VCU taking down Oregon. That's my only other really upset because then I have Missouri taking down Oklahoma. Uh, but that's more of a, a pick for my heart for um, our friend Sosa. But <laughs> I I uh, will say this though, real quick about Ohio too. They have like two little cool storylines with it. Their point guard was like a nobody kid in high school who averaged like two points a game or something like that, and then he just like I I think he walked on initially but like in terms of a really like a, a rags to riches story in the sense of like he had no shot and all of a sudden now he is like the star point guard um and they almost beat illinois early in the season obviously it's a weird year for um for uh interleague play or a uh, cross-conference tournament play um before the season started but for them to play with illinois and i know that wasn't the illinois we we, we know and respect as a one seed right now but still, so they can they can play. That's early in the season. They lost by two to a number eight Illinois. So I I don't know. I I, I think that I, I like Virginia. So I'm, it's t- it makes me it hurts me to say that. But uh, but I think I'm going to the uh, Ohio the Ohio Bobcats. It I like Ohio. Not say Buckeyes. You know what? Know. Actually, uh, as I break down this bracket, I, I have uh, uh, I've gotten to my final four. Um, I actually, uh, you know, it's crazy. I have Ohio beating Creighton in the second round. So I have the Bobcats in the sweet 16 against Gonzaga. Yeah, no, I like that. I don't. Ooh. Yeah. Cause yeah, it is. Um, okay. So let's go to the other side for that first round. Um, and this is the Baylor, uh, bracket. So we're into the Baylor bracket here. Uh, some popular upset picks for you here, Gilly. Um, honestly, this is probably my favorite upset of the whole tournament Ooh. um and it's it's winthrop yeah same <laughs> okay i was gonna say i feel like everyone's in on winthrop which makes me now nervous about winthrop but they are just like that that's a genuinely very good team they've got one loss in the entire season um obviously they really haven't played anybody in terms of the top 25 but the big east kind of had a down year this villanova team was looking good they obviously lost their their point guard there connor uh gillespie um, so they're kind of, uh, I, I, they really haven't figured their shit out yet in that sense. So I think that they're ripe for a, an upset. Um, but then one thing with Winthrop too, they have, I think it's 11 players. I looked this stat up the other day, 11 players that average more than 10, like double digit minutes over 10 minutes a game. That's pretty, pretty damn impressive. So that's a deep rotation. So it's not like one of these teams where it's like, oh man, like they've got, so-and-so, and then if he gets in foul trouble, then it's like, oh, shit, like, what happens next? Like, no, this team is deep. They're ready to go. Um, they, they must be stoked about this matchup, in all honesty, uh, because that's a, uh, you know, a lot of five seeds right for the taking, I'll say that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Villanova, sorry. Sorry to the uh, yep. the Wildcats near me here. But, um, but, yeah, that's my favorite upset of this bracket um, overall. No, I'm with you, too. I, I, a 12 always beats a five. Um, 
And I'm with you. Villanova, it feels like they should be lower than five, but it's just one of those where it's like their resume from earlier in the year is carrying them. Like, if you, like, honestly, would you be shocked if Villanova right now, like, if you were to take just the last couple weeks of their resume, I mean, they'd be like, what, an eight, nine seed, honestly? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because, I mean, even yeah. uh, even pre injury to their point guard there, they were not, it's not like people were like, oh my God. Villanova's like prime for a deep run, like not really. Like, yeah, sure, yeah, they were their name carried. Uh, much, yeah, and they were the tops in the Big East. But again, like I said, pretty down year for the Big East overall. Mm-hmm. Um, at least uh, the the last few years from what we've seen. So, so yeah, no. I'm with you there. Yeah, twelve five. That's a big one. Uh, the one one of them that I I kind of like here, um, is and I is uh, Utah State over Texas Tech. That's one of my. That's another upset I have. Um, I, I get it. Texas Tech is probably seasoned. They've been in this position before. Um, but I mean, Utah State's better than I think people give them credit for. I mean, they've uh, they played three times against uh, San Diego State, who's also in the tournament. I think as a six seed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're they're a six seed, um, just like Texas Tech. And Utah State took two out of three and uh, took BYU down to the wire. Um, they, they got crushed by VCU at one point is what I'm reading. But I, I get it. Texas Tech is probably a, a seasoned veteran team for the tournament. But um, I thought Utah State has looked really good down the stretch. And uh, I kind of have, have the uh, Aggies pulling off the upset against Texas Tech. And I, I might – I just might have them in the Sweet 16. Interesting. Interesting. Um yeah, I, I kind of I want to go with that too. I like Utah State a lot, but I just I I respect Texas Tech a lot too. So that's what makes it tough. The Big Twelve was really they they were put through the ringer this year in that sense. Um, they went toe to toe with uh with Baylor um, earlier on this season, less close of a game, um, uh, with their final uh conference uh, game of the season against Baylor. So. I don't know. They they probably aren't peaking at the right time in that sense. Like they've got some some high quality wins, but they're pretty sporadic. So I, I could see that happening though in terms of a Utah State upset. Yeah, I, I like Utah State. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other upsets in this one. I don't. Um, I know one team that people have been talking about was Colgate. I know a lot <laughs> of people are big on Colgate, but I don't see him beating Arkansas because Arkansas has their same game of just scoring a ton of offense. Uh, the over is a big one at, I think, 160. 160? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> a huge over for college basketball. But honestly, I take it. Like, they're going to score a ton of points in that game. Um, those are two teams that can just flout score. Uh, so I kind of I, – I like Arkansas over Colgate in that one. If it was like – if it was different, where it's like, oh, Arkansas' strength is their defense, and it's like, uh, can they stop Colgate? Like, that's the issue. But if they can both score, it'll be a fun game to watch. But I got Arkansas. I know a lot of people are on a Colgate train. Well, yes, I, and I, I've heard the same thing. But Colgate, I'm pretty sure they had a pretty late start to the season for Col- uh, for uh, <laughs> Colgate purposes, I almost said, um, for COVID purposes. Yeah. But if you actually look at their schedule – it is just the most bizarre thing you've ever seen. They played Army four times. They won three out of the four. They're only they're fourteen and one on the season. So one loss all year is to an Army team. Second game of the season by two points. Like okay, whatever. I'm not gonna uh, rake them through the coals for that. They played B 
be uh, Boston University, BU, five times. They played <laughs> Holy Cross four times. It's like, who are they playing? Like, I know that's the, you can only, uh, you're only as good as the conference you play in, and you, you can't win those games that aren't on the schedule. But, geez, oh my gosh. And I, again, I, I know it's a COVID year. It's weird. They made do with what they could. But that's just, that's not a, I don't care if you're the end in an NCAA uh, tournament game. That's just not a, uh, uh, like a schedule that I'm like, oh, they're primed up and ready to go. I'm just, uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Their their warm-up game was beating um, Loyola Maryland by 13, the team yeah. that was 4-10 and 10 on the season. Uh, or 6-11 on the season, actually. But, um, but no, so I'm out on Colgate. I don't know why they're getting all the love other than they just like, score a lot and are 14 and one people are just like oh interesting Patriot i know League. i know i've heard like two or three people already say it but it was like halftime of the ohio state illinois game um big 10 championship which i'm sure a lot of people were tuned into and clark kellogg like basically gave colgate a shout out of like this team can score watch out so i think a lot of people just like got that stuff okay wherever colgate lands i'm picking them um yeah, yeah they, they're going up against an Equally impressive <laughs> offensive team in Arkansas. If you look at this part of the bracket between like Baylor, Arkansas, Utah State, Colgate, there's a lot of offense uh, in this bracket. Um, I, I do want to talk about Wisconsin quick. One, that's actually not a terrible uh, bowl or uh, football game matchup there, Wisconsin, North Carolina. Um, <laughs> that would have been a good one this year, actually. <laughs> it would have been. And I know there are two kind of powers in college basketball, but um, I mean, I know North Carolina had a kind of a, a, a good run in the ACC tournament and they just lost in the semis to Florida State. But I don't know. I feel like Wisconsin is one of those. I think Jay Billis said it where uh, basically like they just need to get out of the Big Ten like they they're a much better team than you give them credit for. They just need to stop playing Big Ten teams because the Big Ten is that hard. Um, so, one, I guess the question is, like, how far can you see Wisconsin going? Because then their second-round game is going to be Baylor. And then, two, uh, I mean, how much credit are you giving Big Ten teams in your bracket here? I mean, giving them a lot, to be honest with you. And that's why, I mean, lower in this uh, in this region, Ohio State, I, I yeah. kind of – I've alluded to it that I'm not high on Ohio State this year, but I'm almost talking myself out of that, at least to make like a sweet 16 run, just because they've been, I don't know, what's the phrase, steel sharpen steel or whatever, where it's right. like they're just button heads with some of the, the best teams out there. So they might be a little overprepared for their matchups against uh, a Florida or Virginia Tech after they uh, beat Oral Roberts. But with Wisconsin, it is interesting, like you alluded to, though, uh, they've really had a tough go in the uh, in the Big Ten this year they kind of beat no one though that's the only thing it'd be different if it's like oh you know what they stole one from michigan they you know they were they even beat illinois no they lost twice to each of those teams they lost iowa three times ohio state they played once and lost by 12 they even lost to purdue only real big 10 uh uh top 25-esque team that they they beat uh, as far as i've seen um is maryland so it's like I, that doesn't really move the needle for me um, similarly though, this UNC team is kind of like, almost equally as unimpressive in the sense that they beat Florida state once out of three times. Like that's okay. Florida state, very good team. Got to give them credit there. Um, and then Virginia tech. So it's like, I, I just, I don't know. This is kind of an ugly game between two blue blood programs. I don't know. Do you consider Wisconsin a blue blood actually? Kind of. I don't know. For the last uh, decade. Yes. Okay. 
But um, but no, they're. I I feel like Wisconsin will win this. To be honest with you, I don't feel great about it though. Um, hopefully that they're just over prepared and after losing to everybody in the Big Ten, they're like, wait, we're better than this, like you alluded to. <laughs> but who who do you have in that one? I have Wisconsin beating UNC and then Wisconsin losing to Baylor because despite yeah. Baylor's hiccup in the Big Twelve tournament, um, I'm not really worried about them. I have them cruising to the Final Four. Um, but we'll talk about the final four later. Uh, so let's go down to the Midwest bracket. Illinois is uh, the one seed there, the number one uh, Illini, uh, which Gilly said earlier is he thinks the hottest team in the country. Um, I'm pretty, to be honest with you in this bracket, I'm pretty chalk. I don't see a ton of upsets in this one. Um you know, I, I'm not buying into Oregon State. I, I'm not buying into like any of the Georgetown, Oregon State. They made their run. That's nice. But they weren't like a mid-tier team making a run. They were like, they were just not good teams that made a run in a conference tournament. And okay, congrats. You won. You got there. But your run is done. It's over. Um, yeah, so I have Tennessee beating Oregon State. Um, I have Oklahoma State beating Liberty. Uh, my only true upset in this one, I guess you could say, is Syracuse over uh, oh. San Diego State. Um, I have Georgia Tech being Loyola Chicago. I want to believe in Loyola Chicago, but Georgia Tech won the ACC tournament. Uh, they have the ACC tournament player of the year or ACC player of the year. Um, they've they're five and three against top twenty five teams. Uh, and, and again, like you, you said, notable results. If you look at Loyola Chicago, uh, their only wins came against Drake. Uh, that was about it. That's their only notable outcome. So um, I, I don't truly believe in them. Sorry, Sister Jean. Um, West Virginia, I have winning. Uh, we like West Virginia here. I do have Rutgers being Clemson because, I mean, it's Rutgers. I got to. I have to. And Clemson, <laughs> have stumbled. <laughs> Clemson stumbled in Miami against in the ACC tournament, so why not? Um, so, yeah, my only true upset in this one, honestly, it's pretty chalk, which is probably not going to be the case at all. I'm expecting actually a really crazy tournament uh, is Syracuse. Am I buying in too much to the orange in March? Am I just playing myself into a stupid storyline? Um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't believe in Syracuse, to be honest with you. So I'm I'm a probably... tired narrative. It, it kind of is. And that that's a decent San Diego State team, to be honest with you, too. It's not like they're they kind of stumbled into that. They've beaten some some okay teams in the sense, or at least given their schedule. They've beaten Utah State once. Um, UCLA, Boise State was a pretty solid team this year. Colorado State was another bubble team. Um, so ah, I don't know. I'm I'm sticking with the San Diego State there. But okay. um, but other Otherwise, though, I kind of I do agree with you. I've kind of gone back and forth in brackets on Loyola, Chicago, Georgia Tech. You're probably right in that Georgia Tech. They they seem like they play really they play up to their competition. Um, so hopefully that means that Loyola, Chicago looks good. So they uh, they they play well instead of uh, dropping some of the games they did throughout the year um, in the ACC. But uh, but they can play with the best of them. I mean, to, to beat Florida State two out of three times. I don't know. I can't be too dismissive of that. But one thing I will say, Oklahoma State, I'm I've been tempted. I've been tempted to pick them over Illinois in the uh, in the Sweet 16. Wow. Um, I I kind of I've wised up and, and changed that pick a couple times. So I am I do see Illinois coming out of this bracket. Uh, but then one upset I will say 
um, is I like Rutgers, like you said, but then doubling down, I think Rutgers beats Houston and makes it to the Sweet 16. I am not, I don't know, I'm not that impressed with this Houston team. Um, great team defensively, but again, the American conference there, not not the strongest. It's a little top-heavy this year with three teams, um, or two teams in the tournament, realistically. Um, and I, this is just personal. It's my personal issue because they burned me a couple times this year when I believed yeah. in them. And they, they didn't cover for me, so now I'm salty about it. But uh, but I think they're – I don't know. We, we'll talk about another one in a second here. But I think they're one of the weakest two seeds. Um, so so that's kind of why I, uh, I I could see a Rutgers um, or a, definitely a West Virginia um, taking down Houston in the next round if they advanced. I'm not with you there. Rutgers is not that impressive to me. I like Rutgers just because they're a fun punchline. Um I know, but and they started out the season so hot, and I wanted to believe they did, in them. and they've fallen apart, and I think they're just in it because the Big Ten. Um, I like Houston. They, they they beat up on Texas Tech. Uh, they split with Wichita State. Um, you know, beat Memphis, who you thought should have been in the tournament. So, and, and they just had a really good defensive team. And at this point of the season, too, sometimes we see you know, like defense can make a run um because people can't figure you out don't have time to figure you out uh so i actually have houston uh rolling on to the sweet 16 i do have them losing to west virginia though uh in that sweet 16 so but what's your thoughts and i wanted to bring this up too because as you don't you have illinois kind of back and forth about them losing in the sweet 16 but um see i'm actually way against that and i think illinois has a huge huge advantage in that they're in the bubble they already they just played their conference tournament in indianapolis like that's almost home for them fans will be able to travel much more so for illinois than really many many other schools um if it was illinois loyola chicago that could be one hell of a like you know crowd uh, at that game and, and atmosphere for a socially distanced crowd but my, my main point is we saw this with the NBA in Orlando, sometimes like teams just can't figure out the gym. They just, they, they can't shoot well. And it's obviously not home. And then other teams love the bubble um, and you can't predict it, but Illinois just had an incredible run in the big 10 championship or big 10 conference tournament in that same gym that they might play in a couple of times. Like is, I think there's something there i think there is something tangible to attach to illinois and be like they play like ohio state they've played well here they've played well in this bubble they play well in indianapolis ride that yeah no i mean you're right and that's why i kind of have flipped back to to illinois pretty much across the board i might have one flyer bracket out there somewhere where i have oklahoma state making a run to the final four but yeah, I, I just think the Oklahoma State team is is a bit deeper than we initially thought in the sense of Cade Cunningham not being their only uh, their only player. Um, for them to beat Cade Cunningham without, I mean, for them to beat West Virginia, excuse me, without Cade Cunningham, that was really impressive to me. Especially when West Virginia was they were on a, a positive trajectory to close out the season as well. Um, I, it's unfortunate that they have to to meet in the Sweet Sixteen, uh, but yeah, no, you're probably right, and I kind of forgot that they're. That's that's their new home turf for Illinois there, yeah. but um, but yeah. I, although one thing I will say though is that I saw something, and I I, I should fact check this before I say this, but um, I want to say I heard that six out of the last eight NCAA tournament champions 
were not their conference tournament champions. So as much as I feel like we like to like get excited about teams being hot, and I, I'm guilty of that left and right, it kind of, and granted, maybe these first couple rounds, they ride that out, but at least making like a, a national championship run, oftentimes they fall short. Obviously, a little different when you're a one seed and you're Illinois, one of the best teams in the country. So could be uh, um, incomparable in that sense, but worth, worth saying at least. True. Maybe there's something to be said about like uh, having that extra couple days of rest or something like that. Um, which, I mean, if, if you go by that logic, then, you know, that could make a, a team like Baylor, who maybe some people are like, oh, are they really that good? No, Baylor might have just not been interested, to be honest with you. They might have just been like, we're already in. We're a one seed. We don't need to win the Big 12 tournament to prove anything to anybody. Um, and again, Cade Cunningham caught fire. Like, you know, sometimes that just happens in basketball. Um, I, I I don't think, like, I, I'm not punishing Baylor for losing in the Big 12 tournament. I'm just, I'm not. I don't care, uh, to be honest with you. But uh, let's go to the East bracket, the the last of the four here, and kind of break wait. down our – wait, oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One last thing. Before okay. we do that, uh, in terms of oh, – and we, I feel like we talk about Oklahoma State way too much. I'm sorry. I know they were, they were my adopted college football team, so maybe I'm, maybe I'm biased in doing so. However, one thing I will say, when's the last time you recall like a uh, – a freshman of this caliber actually making like an NCAA tournament, like run as like the, the guy of his team. I don't really want to count Anthony Davis. Cause I feel like he's just a, a complete anomaly in that Kentucky team was just stacked and loaded. Another one that comes to mind, Kevin Durant, they really didn't advance that far in the turn. You know what I mean? So it's just no. like, I feel it's, it's kind of rare that you see a freshman take the reins and say, let's, let's John dance. Wall. And, yeah, again, uh, but again, though, that was a loaded team. He played with yeah. DeMarcus Cousins. He Lonzo had, Ball. Uh, they didn't make a deep run, though. I remember I really no, I believed so. in I really yeah, believed yeah. in Lonzo, and then it didn't happen. Um, yeah. They lost in, like, yeah. a, I think they may have lost their first game or their second game or something. I thought, like, I had him in the Elite Eight UCLA that year. Yeah, he didn't have much help, to be fair. But, um, but yeah, but still, so that's that's all. That's all I'll say about that. So I'm kind of talking myself out of Oklahoma State. But they're a team that sure. I feel like a lot of people are are hyping up um, to to kind of make a run, and and now I'm, I'm kind of talking myself into uh, into more common sense, I suppose. But, yeah, yeah, I have Illinois beating Oklahoma State in that Sweet 16, um, I'm with then you. beating West Virginia. Um, all right, so this bracket to me, here's the actual. Here's the funny thing: I the first round I have is all chalk, and then it kind of gets crazy from there for me. Uh, I don't see a ton of upsets. Like I said, I'm not buying into Georgetown. Um, I'm not going to buy into the Michigan State UCLA winner against BYU. We, we already talked about. I might differ on that. I might differ on that. Okay. I, kinda, um, I don't know. It Texas, who it is, though. Again, uh, you, you go off of like, hey, don't buy into the conference champ, but I mean, Texas is hot. Um, Texas yeah. is playing really well. Uh, Connecticut was a team that everyone believed in for the Big East tournament, and they could catch fire, honestly, in this tournament. Again, Alabama, another conference winner. Um, I do have uh, St. Bonaventures, though, beating LSU. I, I like the Bonnies in this one. Let, let's give them – I feel like nobody wants to give them credit because they're St. Bonaventures. Uh, if they were Dayton, if they were St. Louis, if they were basically any other A-10 team, Davidson – George Mason, somebody else that like usually makes the tournament. 
um, or usually Richmond, if there are any other sort of eight ten team that usually makes noise at the top of the conference, I feel like they're a few seats higher. Nobody, like nobody's giving St. Bonaventure their due. Um, I'm at least giving it to them for their their game against LSU. Uh, honestly, the only other the only other game I can maybe uh, maybe get behind in terms of you know a, a game where it, an upset looming um, is uh, North Carolina Greensboro against Florida State. I know you love Florida really? State, but I don't know that one's the one I just feel weird about. The Greensboro has good defense. Um, and I don't know. I just I, I don't buy into Florida State for some reason. So that that's my take. I really don't have many upsets in the first round. Um, I I don't know if uh, Rick Pitino can pull off the upset against Alabama. Uh, it'd be entertaining if he could, but that no. For basically that first round, I have chalk. So I I you I I know you've been making a few faces and noises over there. So go ahead. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I honestly, I kind of tend to agree with you for the most part. I think um, obviously the eight nine, like you alluded to, is kind of a toss up usually. So it's yeah. it's not really crazy to be like in the nine seed's going to win. But I'm with you there in terms of St. Bonaventure. One thing that's weird about that though is um, I saw and it, it was some. It might have been like um, uh, like DraftKings or some some website that that posted the stat. Um, so who knows how how accurate it is and up to date? But I think it was eighty four percent of bets on um, the spread for LSU St. Bonaventure, which was, I think, LSU by one and a half points or one and a half to two points. I think it varied a little bit. But 84% of the bets were on LSU. That's crazy. So the public backing, just like totally going with the Tigers. You're right. St. Bonaventure is not getting enough respect. Um, One tricky thing, they really, they had a kind of a screwy season in the sense that they really didn't get uh, battle tested against um, any top 25 teams. They beat in VCU twice. They split with Saint, a good, good St. Louis team. Um, and even Richmond, who they're one of the top seeds in the NIT, and they probably um, had a chance at, at making the NCAA tournament if they went deeper in the A-10 um, tournament. Um, they beat them. So I don't know. The St. Bonaventure team with a stout defense, I think they're ready to go. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm just out on LSU, kind of. I know that they've beaten Arkansas and everything like that, but of all years, I uh, I'm not really uh, too afraid of of this type of LSU team, um, even if they have a bunch of transfers that are succeeding. So yeah, I'm with you there. And then other games in that bracket in that region, I should say, um, yeah, no other crazy upsets. I am I'm probably leaning towards Michigan State or UCLA over BYU. To be honest with you, I just think that there's something about March. <laughs> What's John Rothstein say? I think he says January, February, Izzo, in terms of uh, <laughs> one of his little taglines. Um, obviously, Izzo burned me before. Um, yeah. You know what? Fool me twice, Tom Izzo. I hope you're listening. And actually, did you see me tweet that out? I, I tweeted something, and I tagged the wrong Tom Izzo. Apparently, there's a, uh, a radio broadcaster yeah. named Tom Izzo, um, and he, he, he didn't take offense, which is nice of him, and he said um, – he had no apologies for for the loss the other day, so I, I respected his uh, his honesty. But I'm riding with him. I'm riding with the mystery uh, 11 seed, whether it be Michigan State or UCLA. Sorry to BYU and all the Mormons that listen, but um, the Cougars are, are are going down. That's all I know for sure. See, that's um, the other I, problem with the 
play-in game. You don't know who it's going to be, and it could completely change how you feel and think. Yeah. Uh, are you one of those people that, like, if you fill out a bracket and it's not the – like, you pick Michigan State and UCLA ends up winning, do you yourself feel like you can go back and be like, okay, I need to redo my bracket because, like, I had Michigan State. Like, that's not I, – I feel like you should get a do-over. You, I oh, yeah. don't think you get to – yeah, you don't get to, like, uh, some people I know are like, nope, that's the bracket you chose. Like, no, that, it depends on the team. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you because that is kind of silly, and that's obviously the stipulation of it. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that you should have the ability to change that before the game start um, on Friday when the official first round starts. But, um, but yeah. No, but overall yeah. in, this, in this region, though, I am with you in terms of upset city after that first round. Um, starting yeah. with the UConn Huskies, I have them over Alabama. I love that pick. Same. And I kind of have Same. them. I might have them winning a couple more games than that, to be honest with you. Wow. I don't. I have them <laughs> losing to Texas that next round. Um, so I have Texas in my Elite Eight, which I, I, you know what? After you said the whole conference champ thing, I'm like, I ah, well, shit. <laughs> but that just has to do with national champions, though. Because okay. you're right in terms of making the run. But I just thought that was an interesting stat in the sense of like, oh, so and so just won the conference tournament. I'm going to pick them to win it all. It's like not always the best bet. Um, but yeah, because also, and the other part for Texas is it's not like, uh, you said like a Kevin or just a team, it's Shaka smart. Like he's been in this, he's been in March before he's made a deep run when no one expected him to before with VCU. Um, I think it was 10 years you know, ago. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, this happens. is his, his time. Uh, and he's finally got that Texas team he wants. I like Texas going deep. I, I you know what? Full disclosure, I, I'll, I'll I'll say it later. Uh, my other big upset in terms of uh, later down the line in this bracket is uh, actually I have Colorado taking down Michigan. Really? I do. Yeah, I think Colorado's better than people. There, the Pac-12. No one pays attention. We even forgot to do the Pac-12. Uh, conference tournament <laughs> last week. That's how much people don't pay attention. But um, if you look at Colorado, they have a good defense. Uh, and it's not like they don't score. They just have a, a very good defense. They're 3-1 and one against the top 25. Their BPI rank is 17. That's really not that far off from Michigan's number six. Um, you know, beating USC three times, who I, I, I like USC uh, in this bracket. Where are they? They're in the... Uh, the region above this one. Um, but I, USC is, I think better than people give them credit for. Uh, the Mobley's are pretty good. Um, they split it with Oregon. They split it with UCLA, but I, I like Colorado. They're playing well. They're playing really well down the stretch. And, you know, we talked about with Michigan, we, when we, it was a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we sat here and said like, yeah, they're undefeated, but like, how do they finish the season? And they finished okay. But, I don't know, like Michigan's losses to Michigan State, losses to Illinois, like a blowout loss to Illinois, and Ohio State gets them in the Big Ten tournament. I, You know, you could look at it and say it's three losses. Illinois is really good. Michigan State was the end of the season. They didn't care. It didn't matter. And conference tournament, you can't, you know, judge that at all. But I always feel like you and I were very much like with Michigan, like, yeah, but. And I think it finally gets him in a sweet 16 against Colorado. A rematch. Cordell Stewart, Hail Mary again. Colorado takes down Michigan. Uh, you know what? You're probably right in that we're not respecting um, the Pac-12 in Colorado enough. Although I will say this. 
no listeners can complain because no one gave us any grief about forgetting about the Pac-12. So I don't want to hear true. from anyone. It's like, oh, no love for the Pac-12. I was like, no, 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 you didn't, you didn't say anything. So you know what? <laughs> yeah, people were more concerned about how the A-10 tournament would break, shake out than the Pac-12. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, that, that is interesting. I don't, I don't know if I'm giving a uh, Colorado enough credit. I think I have them losing to Florida state, um, in the second round in, in most of my brackets thus far. Um, to be honest, I have Florida state taking down Michigan, um, kind of similar train of thought, but I have UConn not only beating Texas, but I have UConn coming out of that, um, that region, which I, Oof. part of me. Part of me is just getting a little crazy because I don't want to go chalk with one seeds. Um, I know Texas. Texas is probably the better team realistically, and they had a tougher schedule and better wins. But at the same time, I just feel like it's an X factor thing for UConn. I think Dan Hurley is ready for a run. Um, they got healthy at the right time at the end of the year, so I feel like we this is the the best we've seen UConn thus far. Um, Bo Knight looks ready to go. Um, I, it's kind of funny too, in terms of that dynamic and I classic Danny Hurley. I don't know if you saw this, but he got uh, the star player there. Bo Knight was carried off the court after some, like a cramp and, um, and Dan Hurley, like had comments after the game about stars today, just get babied and all this shit. So it's just like, <laughs> I just, I miss Dan Hurley, dude. In terms of just like, boom, he's going to give it to you straight. And like, he's not going to sugarcoat it. I think that UConn is just a, a fired up team. He's just a, such a fiery personality. So I'm expecting that defensive team to be able to uh, do things to Texas that they really haven't seen a whole lot of, to be honest with you. Uh, obviously the big 12 is a great conference, but I don't know. I feel like UConn might be built a little bit different from the other teams they've seen this year. Um, and, and kind of primed for a, uh, a decent run there. So yeah, I have UConn over Florida state and the elite eight. Um, what I'll say to uh, what you were saying, like in the final four, you don't want to go all chalk um, is while I expect a wild tournament in terms of upsets, like I think we're going to see a lot more of like um, where we, we've talked about, like Florida State going down to, you know, uh, North Carolina, Greensboro or Liberty does beat Oklahoma State. Uh, Moorhead State takes down West Virginia and like we, no one expects it. Yeah. Um you know, North Texas beats Purdue, Ohio, Virginia, um, Eastern Washington beats Kansas or something like that in the first round. Like we're going to, I think we're going to see crazy upsets, but uh, I think it also is going to sort of play out like we saw college football this year where there were a lot of crazy upsets. There were some games that was like, holy shit, I can't believe that happened. Um, LSU yeah. beating Florida, uh, you know, Indiana at the beginning of the year against Penn State. Um you know, we had some wild games and some wild upsets, but at the end of the day, the final four was Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and uh, Notre Dame. It's honestly what we expected the entire time. So I'm actually, while I think there's going to be some crazy upsets and a fun tournament, um, I honestly think you could end up just seeing chalk in the final four of Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois. And again, if Michigan w was in it, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not like, wow, they're a one seed. I just don't believe in like some years you get a week one for, you know, one seed. Sometimes that happens, but Michigan, I don't th feel like is, is weak. I just personally, 
am not completely buying it. I have him at least getting to the Sweet 16. And if a one seed, I think, loses in the Sweet 16, um, while it's an upset, it's not like, wow, they they failed spectacularly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think, like I said, we can see crazy games in this first weekend. I think it's going to be a wild tournament in terms of like, because it's a bubble and some teams just you think that are good are not going to be able to adjust to bubble life. Um, but I would I, I would not be shocked by chalk uh, when we get down to the end of it in the final four. Um, so with that, uh, before, because I want to do like locks for every uh, region we have here to finish out. But um, real quick, because uh, we'll, we'll, next week we'll dive more like the Sweet 16 matchups in the Elite Eight. I don't want to get too far into the Elite Eight and Sweet 16 because – I mean, we can play those games all day and it, it, it doesn't, it's not going to matter in two days time. It could all go to shit. Uh, but sure. your final four picks, I mean, we at least got to do final four and champ here. Uh, who are your final four picks, Gilly? So I've gone back and forth um, and I am going with Gonzaga and Yukon on the, uh, the left side of the bracket. There is a one final Picking four matchup. A seven seed is, are you doing, is that like, are you doing like in a bracket pool? Are you putting a, a different final four team in there. Cause in a pool, it's a different strategy from like picking your own bracket of how you think it's, you got to pick like percentages cause you get big points for final four teams. Correct. Correct. So this so is going kind to of the like seven the seed is risky. It is. It is no, in a pool like that, I would not do that, but this is just kind of a, a, a kind of my, my latest thinking flyer uh, of a bracket here. Um, but I, I kind of, I keep riding with it, to be honest with you, just cause I, I'm not convinced I'm not sold. And I go back and forth on who they lose to, to be honest with you, between Florida state and Michigan. Um, and then the other two, um, I've gone back and forth. I kind of want to pick Arkansas, but Ooh. I think I'm going chalk on that side of the bracket. To be honest with you, I'll be lame and go Baylor and Illinois. Like I mentioned, I've been back and forth on talking myself into both Arkansas and then even Oklahoma state. Um, but I think I, I, I think I'm trying to overthink it a little bit too much and I'm going Illinois and Baylor on that side. How about you? Uh, on that side, I'm with you, Illinois, Baylor, Illinois is too good right now. And I, I talk too much about like them playing in Indy. They're basically at home, um, for them, their new home. Uh, they played really well there. Like I, I, I can't go away from Illinois at this point. And they're they're a really good team. It, this isn't like just me creating and spinning narratives of how it no. could happen. They're just really good. Um, and we saw in the Big Ten tournament when now that they're fully healthy. Uh, I mean, if you made an argument for this is the best team in the country, you you could easily make that argument. Um, and again, Baylor. I mean, I'm not buying into anything uh, for their two losses, especially one against Oklahoma State. Who cares? Uh, they've blown out everybody else this year. Um, it, it's just, you know, it, it's stupid what they've been able to do. On the other side, Gonzaga uh, in the Final Four. Um, I think Gonzaga is just the clear-cut favorite to win it. It's not even close. Um, and then, actually, this goes against, like, everything I believe in, apparently, but uh, I have Texas in my Final Four. I got Shaka Smart leading the Longhorns to the Final Four. Um, that's the only bracket where I don't have chalk. And even then that's a three seed, you know, if any of the three seeds made it, Kansas, Arkansas, who you've been playing around with West Virginia, um, or Texas, again, no one's really surprised. It's usually, it, they just aren't blue bloods that we're used to hearing, uh, minus Kansas's name. But other than that, if you heard any of those three teams, I don't think anyone would be shocked 
that they made it. So sure. um, that's my final four, Baylor, Illinois, Gonzaga, Texas. Um, and I got Illinois beating Baylor uh, and Gonzaga beating Texas and then Gonzaga beating Illinois winning the whole thing. Because, again, I think the Zags are just – I get it. They play in a weaker conference, they're, but they're undefeated. Um, they allow only like 69 points a game and they score 92. And for anyone that's like, yeah, but you know, they play in the Western coastal conference or whatever. Don't forget they played a bear of an early schedule and it's not like, Oh, they won a few. Uh, they destroyed people. Iowa, they beat by 11 Kansas. They beat by 12. They beat Virginia by 23. They beat BYU three times and uh, they beat West Virginia as well. They destroyed teams that Iowa was a two seed, Kansas is a three seed, and uh, Virginia is a four. They destroyed those teams. It's not even close. I think Gonzaga just walks all over everybody in this tournament. Yeah, I mean, Gonzaga has such a good offense, and it's like they can, oh. I don't know, they could put up 100 points at any given time in this yeah. tournament, to be honest with you. So it is... It's tough to to pick against them, but not not for someone like me who's not afraid to be a little bit bold. I have Gonzaga in Illinois in the final, just like you. However, I'm riding with Illinois, kind of for the fun of it, just so because that would be cool if that was the outcome. Um, and then we could at least each uh, kind of take our separate sides. Gonzaga is a smart pick. Realistically, you're probably right. And I even early on in the season, I feel like I was on the train of like. This is Gonzaga's year. It's the perfect year for them to kind of weird year for Blue Bloods. Finally go over that hump um, like Virginia did realistically a couple of years ago where it was like, oh, nope, they're not the butt of everyone's joke where it's like, oh, oh they can't find they can't finish it off. So this is probably the year they do it. But I like Illinois too much. And I think that between um, Kofi Cockburn as their their big seven footer and then um, their guard, uh, Desunmu, they they can score with anybody too. So that's, what's going to be cool about having, um, uh, hopefully I shouldn't, I'm talking about it like it's going to happen, but uh, with a theoretical, um, final matchup there between Gonzaga and Illinois, I think they're the best two teams in the country. I'm sorry to Baylor. Cause they probably, uh, um, have a claim to that, that title as well, but I'm riding with Illinois and it's bias. It's by, you know what? I'm a bigger, I'm a bigger big 10 Homer than you. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. You're, yeah, you're I mean, kicking against conference, not a company man anymore. Uh, yeah, but how do you go against Gonzaga? I mean, that's just absolutely. I don't know. That's stupid. Gonzaga is just silly. Um, but they could. Here's the the narrative though. How they could kind of go through an interesting schedule, and maybe some say. I guess it could go either way. An easy path, or maybe they don't really get tested, and then maybe they're not really ready for a. I don't know. It, it could. It's a. I could see it both ways. I guess it's a catch-22 in that sense, because then you could say, well, Illinois went through the gauntlet. They had to play Oklahoma State. They had to play West Virginia. They had to play um, a great Baylor team. Like, that could be – they could be exhausted by the finals happen. Or yeah. it could be like, well, they're ready to go. They're – I don't know. I, I'm kind of conflicted on, on the logic there. But, yeah, I'm riding with the Illini. Make okay. Luther head proud. D. Brown. Darren Williams. Um, <laughs> all right, let's do uh, some some gambling uh, spreads here, some locks uh, for each, all four parts of the bracket here. So again, we'll start in the West, Gonzaga's bracket. Um, as we we pour through the lines here, over unders, totals, whatever. 
what is a lock that you have coming out of that West bracket? What what are you willing to throw a ton of money on? Um, out of the West, I'm sorry, just got breaking news. We'll talk about in a second here. Um, oh, okay. regarding another matchup of a uh, a certain player being out that should affect the line. Um, but out of the West, you know, I'm I I'm kind of going against my my own uh, conference here, but I do like Oregon. I feel like they're just like ready to go. I, I don't know if that's the biggest lock here. It, this is a kind of a an ugly corner of the bracket in all honesty. Um, the Kansas line is a little bit too steep for me to, to feel mm. confident in. I, I really feel confident that Kansas is going to win. I know that I've heard some people talk about Eastern Washington. Ten and a half points is probably a little a little brazen for me. Um, but that that might be the most confident uh, of a line I feel about in this one. I kind of I do like Missouri, but Missouri's so hot and cold. The nice thing is I'll probably bet on the Missouri game, and I'll know within the first ten minutes if they're going to win or lose, and then I can change the channel and be either heartbroken or feel good about it, um, just because they're <laughs> just a Jekyll and Hyde team. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, not a whole lot out of the West. Uh, so sorry to be lame there, but um, the USC okay. line should be interesting though. In terms yeah. of Wichita State Drake, I feel like that could be like what four and a half ish points USC. Mm-hmm. I think I might take that if that's the the reality of it. But yeah, we'll see. I like USC as well. I was gonna I was gonna say that, so I'm with you. Um, I'm gonna say my lock out of the West, and I'm not gonna go with uh, like we, we you and I pointed out we like Ohio. Um, I, I don't want to be lazy and just take that one. Ohio's at plus seven. Obviously, we like Ohio to win that game outright. Um, so obviously. We like plus seven. the the other one I'm going to go with though is again I'm going against uh, public perception. Give me Creighton at six and a half. Um, I think Creighton comes out and, and beats up on Santa Barbara uh, again. That's just it, for some reason that's a game that everybody wants to pick as an upset. Um, maybe it's foolish to take five seed as a lock, but you know not every five seed is going to lose either. I know a twelve always beats a five, but. Uh, I like Creighton at six and a half. I don't know what it is, but it's drawing me to it. I I, I believe in Creighton for some reason um, in that specific game because I have them losing later in the weekend. Uh, but for that game, I have them at six and a half. All right, on to the uh, Baylor side of things. Uh, what's the lock you have on that side for me, Gilly? Um, it feels I, – I don't want to call this a lock per se, but actually, you know what? I'll, I'll start with a lock. Arkansas. Give me Arkansas all day over Colgate. I am sorry, yep. but that Colgate's not going to be ready. It's only eight and a half points in favor of Arkansas. I think they're going to beat them by a lot more than that. I might even be tempted, to be honest with you, to um, to take an alternate line with that one, um, which means I'm feeling real Ooh. cocky about it. So I'll probably lose that. It'll, you know what? I'll probably take the alternate line, and the the normal line will cover, and then I'll get screwed, and I'll be right, but like not as right as I uh, as I <laughs> thought I would be. Um, but then value pick, like we've alluded to before, I do like Winthrop a lot. Um, yep. I, I, that's another one where public is kind of in on it. So sometimes it's too good to be true where it's like, I don't know if that's the, uh, the smartest move right now, um, plus two fifteen for Winthrop, um, to win it outright or plus, or, uh, they're giving, uh, Winthrop six points. Um, six points is probably the safer bet, obviously. Um, so maybe I'll do a little parlay in that bracket and do Arkansas and um, and Winthrop there. How about you? Okay. Are you 
Are you at all touching the over in Colgate, Arkansas, which is at 161 and a half and probably going to go up? Yeah, you know what? I I don't think I will, to be honest with you. I, I don't think I will. Ooh. I don't. I You know what? I might do. I might take um, Arkansas's over, um, which let me just double check to see what that would be. I just I'm sorry. I don't really believe in this Colgate team. I just don't. What have they done to prove that they can score with a, against like an actual like I'm not I'm not going to call Arkansas an elite defense, um, but they're a relatively stout power six conference uh, defense. So um, I think that I might take the uh, the over for um, Arkansas themselves. But um, but no, I'm, I'm not. Are you are you riding that over 160? Uh, I kind of want to just because it's so high and usually when. You see a spread that high, it's a lot of people are like, oh, stay away. But it's also like, well, I feel like points are going to be scored in that game. Um, Arkansas's total is 85 and a half, uh, which is kind of right around their average. So I kind of want to take it again just because it's it's uh, one of those spreads. It's like you think it's so outrageous that it has to hit. Uh, or like it's not going to hit. So it's it's kind of one of those that's kind of pulling me in that direction. Um, As far as my lock or my favorite bet out of that one, uh, call it boring, I guess, but um, (laughs) Wisconsin plus one and a half against North Carolina. Um, I'd say, I mean, what's the money line on that one? Wisconsin plus 105. Throw the point and a half away. Just take Wisconsin money line. Um, get it while the juice is in the positive. So you get a little extra out of it. Uh, I think Wisconsin beats North Carolina. Like I said, I know one and a half points isn't, you know, Oh, a bold, bold take Connor. by any means. <laughs> I know. I, I realize that's not bold at all, but, uh, yeah, give me Wisconsin uh point and a half that easy. I, like I said, I like the Badgers in that one big. Um, all right. Illinois bracket. Uh, what is your lock here, Gilly? So, and this was the the news that just kind of broke um, in terms of okay. uh, Georgia Tech's star there. Uh, Moses Wright is out for their game against Loyola Chicago. Um, so wow. the line moved very quickly. And so now I don't, I, I kind of don't remember where it was at before, but now all okay. of a sudden Loyola Chicago is favored by six points against Georgia Tech. I kind of, I kind of want to take that now, to be honest with you, in terms yep. of even six points. I don't hate yep. that. I kind of I was wanting to pick Loyola Chicago before anyway, but now I feel like even more confident about it, which probably means I'll be wrong. Um, but but yeah, I'll dare I say that that's my uh, my lock in in this region. Um, let me just you you can go. I'll double check a couple other lines just to see um, if I'm comfortable. Oh, you know what? Oklahoma no, State okay. minus seven and a half too. Slam that one too. Why yeah. not? Sorry, Liberty. Um, okay, so that's big news. So that takes actually, I mean, I had Georgia Tech being Loyola Chicago. I just changed that because obviously I I don't uh, I'm not buying into that one anymore. Um, but uh, for the line I like in this one again, like I said, I don't want to be like cheap because uh, obviously I like Syracuse to pull off the upset against San Diego State um, or Rutgers to beat Clemson. But I'm going to go big here. I'm going to go big favor in this one. I'm going to go against what Gilly said because Gilly didn't pick them. And, and Gilly, you have been spurned by this team uh, too many times. So for me to pick them, it now feels very safe. But give me Houston at 20 and a half over Cleveland State. Um, 
I think that's a blowout. I think that's a two seed we're going to look at and be like, like all of a sudden, like after the first game, be like, oh shit, like watch out for Houston. Um, so yeah, I, I like Houston in this one, big 20 and a half, rack up the points. Uh, you, I usually don't like to go with big spreads just because you get, especially early in the tournament, like sure you see the one, the one, one seed win by 40. Um, but other times like they win by 19, but they were up by 32 with like 10 minutes to go and they sat everybody. Um, yeah. You remember them up by 32, like 72 to 40 at one point, but then they win by 19 and you don't cover. That's the beauty of gambling uh, is that it's a game all the way, all the way through, but give me Houston 20 and I a like half. That. That's my one big spread. Um, no, God damn it. You're not supposed to like, you, <laughs> you don't know how I to do. play Houston. I oh, do. I, I think they're losing the next round. So I'll, I'll say that, but you're, you're probably right. No, cause they've killed teams this year, which is why, I have like kind of believed in them at numerous occasions. I'm like, no, 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 this is a great team. They beat Cincinnati uh, by 40, like uh, a week ago, or I guess probably a week and a half ago now. Um, So they're, I don't know. And I know it was a down year for Cincinnati. They're kind of middle of the pack, but still, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much we can believe in in the Cleveland state team that went 19 and seven. You know what I mean? I know Mm -hmm. it's the horizon league, like, okay, decent mid-major, but still. So yeah, as much as you, it, pains you to hear me say i'm with you there i <laughs> nope i yeah uh, okay good what about the the under of 135 kind of tempting kind of tempting yeah especially with that sort of defense for houston um, yeah i feel like they could hold them to like a stupid low amount like they could. 50 points um but again then it, then it becomes a dangerous game if you have houston by 20 I don't think you want to take the under because then all of a sudden it's well, like true. shit. No, it's like you're rooting for two like, different outcomes. Yeah, that are like again, it's possible, but it's it exi- It might be exhilarating, but there's just like a yeah. really small window, um, in which case they can win by 21, but then also um, cover the uh, the under spread there. So yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm with all you right. there. Uh, on to the final region here, the Michigan East region. Um, a, I got a couple of locks for this one. Actually, I have two locks yeah. in this region. Lead actually, off. you know what? I got three. I have three locks for this region because I feel very confident in my picks. Um, the first one is the team we already talked about, St. Bonaventure. They're plus two. They're underdogs to LSU. Um, throw away the points. Take the Bonnies. Give them some goddamn credit here, people. Take St. Bonaventure. Uh, Take the money line. St. Bonaventure, I, I have as a lock in this one. Um, let's see. What, what was my other one? I need to look back at my bracket. I have it. Oh, uh, Iona and Alabama. You and I already talked about Gilly. We don't like Alabama as a two seed. We think they're maybe a little overrated. I'm not saying Iona wins the game. Far from it. Uh, but 16 and a half points. 16 and a half points for Alabama against Rick Patino. No shot. Give me Iona at plus 16 and a half. Um, I think they keep it kind of close against Alabama. And then my last lock, I mean, I'm taking like half of your bracket here, so I'm sorry. But uh, I got to go with my my, my buffs. I got to go with my Colorado Buffaloes against Georgetown. Um, Georgetown, congrats. It was awesome. You know, Patrick Ewing at a Madison Square Garden going on this incredible run. Incredible. Awesome. Um, it made me feel a little bit better about like the times you beat Providence this year because for reasons, um, <laughs> but Colorado at five points, just five points for Colorado. That's it. Oh my God. Give me that one. Hammer that line minus five. Um, I, 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 I am feeling this, this 
quarter of the bracket right here. I feel like I'm just ingrained into how this is going to turn out. Interesting. Interesting. I, um, no, I kind of, I like most of those there. I even, like you said, with Colorado, five doesn't seem like enough points, to be honest with you. No. I don't know where all this respect is coming from for Georgetown. I know, obviously, they won the conference tournament, but this is, I don't it's know. Like, people, this, like you said, it's like people think the Big East is like, even just last year's Big East, like I'm, you're right. The Big East had a down year. Um, it's not quite the same. It's not like Georgetown beat uh, a one seed Villanova to get to the end. You know, like they had a good, a decent year. Georgetown was like at the bottom of the Big East. They went on a hell of a run. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know where this respect is coming from, but I'm sorry. Great run, had fun, uh, but it's over. So. One thing I will say, and I'll kind of I'll double down on one of your picks there, St. Bonaventure. I like the money line, but even more so, especially it's with certain games like that, it's like a good opportunity to be like, well, in the event that St. Bonaventure wins, how are they going to win? And in my opinion, the only way they win is if they slug it out and it's a slow game. Um, they really are not a fast-paced team. They play really good defense. So I would not only take uh, St. Bonaventure, but Take the under of I want to say it was one thirty four and a half. I want to double check that though. Um, one forty four and a half. One forty four. Oh, even better! Like, are you kidding me? They <laughs> gave you an extra ten teams, points. I know it's it's LSU, and that's probably one of the better teams they've played all year. But at the same time, they I'm pretty sure it was like sixty points a game that the opponents have averaged against them. They average about seventy points a game. I don't know. I I know. LSU is kind of uh, not as good of a defensive team, and they obviously are a better offensive team than a lot of the uh, the A10 there. But at the same time, this is St. Bonaventure's moment. I think that they're going to be ready to really slug it out, slow things down, um, and control the tempo. Um, so I, I, I like that one. So I'm doubling down with you there. Beyond that, I did mention okay. Michigan State as another team. Uh, that's kind of a it's a mystery line right now, obviously because they have yet to uh, to win over UCLA. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it in terms of locks in this region. I, I think UConn is another interesting one, minus three. Um, in, in money line, you could do one minus one fifty seven. I think I want to take the points there. Um, I think that that's going to be a fun game, by the way. UConn Maryland, those two coaches hate each other. Um, so I'm. That's going to be entertaining. No, definitely will be. Nothing better than a little coaching rivalry. Uh, but that will do it for our locks here this week. Uh, first round of the NCAA tournament. Um, hopefully you win some money and hopefully your brackets do well. But best weekend of the year in sports easily, even though it's not starting on Thursday. But whatever. We're getting you ready for it. Uh, have fun, everybody. Hopefully you maybe win some money. Hopefully your brackets are not busted. And uh, hopefully you just overall enjoy the weekend and some great basketball. But that will do it for Verbally Committed presented by Couch Guy Sports. I'm Connor Ryan. He was Mike Gilligan. We'll talk to you.